if you care about your country, if you're concerned with the direction America is headed, if you're concerned that we live in a society where you're not allowed to question where the virus came from, if you're sick and tired of all this shit, then guess what? There's a reason why you're listening to me right now. We left a trail of breadcrumbs like Mexican Morpheus, red tamal, blue tamal. Thank you for choosing the red tamal. Welcome to RPT. The way it works here is we are protected by a subscription business model. What you do is you go to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. You sign up for the price of a cup of coffee and you get multiple podcast shows. Rob, tell them what they get. Every Monday you get a chingo chat, which is the non-political version of red pill tamales. Uh, it's not political-ish. Mm-hmm. On Wednesdays, there's a public episode on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere you get your shows. And on Friday is a bonus RPT that you get exclusively on Patreon only. And in the future, we are working on more programming for the rest of the week so that you can have five days a week, non-stop chingo bling RPT. That's right, Puro Pinche RPT. So we are syndicated. We're broadcasting everywhere. Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Spread the word. But if you want the whole enchilada, if you want to dig deeper, if you want the entire episodes, the exclusive content, head on over to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. This show is great because of the audience, the Tamal Intelligence Agency. All right. So you've come to the right place. Do it now. Take action. Sign up patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales all right so check it out yo if you're like us and you want to get more books read but can't always find the damn time to sit your ass down and read an actual book then try audible we partner with audible to give you members of the tia the tia and all our podcast listeners a free book is yours to keep forever and a 30-day trial of their audible premium plus package no contract you can cancel anytime, and they'll give you a reminder when your trial is about to end. Here's all you got to do. A couple steps. Click the link in the show notes below, or just go to audibletrial.com forward slash red pill tamales. Click on Audible Premium Plus, put your info, browse what book you want, and get your free book. Uh, let us know what you got. Why'd you, why'd you get that book, and what'd you think about it? We'll talk about it on the show. Sass. <laughs> Right now, I want you to get ready for the Masa Messiah, the Tamale Kingpin. You know where I'm going with this? El Rey del Foreplay. I'm I'm already not comfortable. The Versace Mariachi. All the way from Houston, Texas. Chingo Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the non-political show, Chingo Chats, because that is the—that's not the only thing rotting my brain. It's not just politics bouncing around in my head all damn day. It's your boy Chingo Bling. Buenos dias. Good morning. It is August second, year of our Lord, twenty twenty-one. <laughs> I gotta say that because if not, people get mad. If I don't say year of our true. Lord, twenty twenty-one. We got producer Rob in the building. What's up, man? How are you this morning? Man, I'm slowly waking up, pretty much. I don't know if y'all can hear it, but we up. We up. No, I, no, oh, yeah. no, definitely. We got we to <clears throat> get a little slaps in the face, you know, splash <sighs> some water in there. Yeah, I, I did the water splash and I did the coffee. But, um, you know, I think people like when you genuinely roll into something like this, like, cause, because Anda's in Jenga with see. the baby, with the tour, with everything. Uh-huh. There's sometimes where we do super early stuff, and this is one of them. Nine o'clock is probably the earliest we ever record. 
Yeah, and that I know some people are like, man, that ain't even early. I know. Because a lot of times I'm up by like 7.30. I'm up so at 6.30, yeah, every day. Madre. 6.30 every day? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Well, you mentioned uh, baby any minute now. And yeah, shit's getting real. She's like, I'm feeling this. This yeah. is happening. This is going on. Here are some changes. And I'm like, oh, Lord, here we go again. So why, don't you, why don't you hit him with the tour dates so we can get into yeah. some of that? Yeah, for sure, brother. Uh, Freedom of Speech Tour. We are headed to San Jose, California, August 18th. I don't know what Governor Newsom's going to try to do with these masks and stuff, but August 18th, I'll be at the San Jose Improv. Oh, August 21st, I may be in New Orleans Oh, with uh, John Copel. What? Jonathan Copel's putting together a, like a freedom rally protest slash block party. So I'll let you guys know about that. If there's any uh, Louisiana folks... Um, let us know in the comments. Uh, also, Denver, Colorado, August 27th through the 29th. El Paso, Texas. We're going to be at the Comic Strip, September 9th through the 11th. Brea Improv, Brea, California, September 15th. And then we had uh, Oxnard at the uh, Levity, Levity Live in Oxnard, rescheduled to September 16th. Addison, Texas, October 7th through the 10th. San Antonio, October 14th through the 16th. Irvine, November 3rd. And then back to Houston, November 5th through the 7th. And then that should be it. Even though I still want to do like, um, we're working on like some a lot of cities. I don't want to ruin it. Sure, sure, sure. To just continue the Freedom of Speech tour, to start some like another run of something else. Maybe squeeze in some dates because you know some of these you know are sporadic and there's like I don't know if there's like a month off. But yeah, 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 no. I be let's go. Patreon.com forward slash Red Put the Mallet. Patreon.com help support keep us going keep the uh, podcast running help us keep red pilling people yeah you guys are great uh we're over well over 200 i think we're at 220 i think okay. 220 and a half so that's pretty cool uh before we get back to the baby stuff since we're starting this podcast relatively early to most recording days mm-hmm. what kind of a wrench does this throw in your morning like what is shingle bling's routine right now in the morning oh man it just it, it varies so much because it depends like you know what you have going on but basically let's just say if you and i were going to podcast at 10 a.m then i just still try to get up early and knock out as much as i can in that little two and a half hour uh window yeah whatever that may be like um okay try to read a little bit of the bible uh, just get your mind right maybe meditate while you're drinking your coffee um you know maybe attack something like a little something on a to-do list whether it's a you know, maybe not phone calls and emails, yeah, <clears throat> but maybe like return this thing at Home Depot or don't forget to order these things off Amazon or try to install this other thing and, you know, haul some trash, you know, just, you know, Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> they had you working yesterday, man. Yeah. Who took that stuff? Was it your dad? Well, well here's what happened. While I was away in um, Phoenix, Arizona, shout out to Phoenix, uh, my wife stayed back, you know, because she's already about to pop. So she was just like nesting. You yeah. know, it's that thing. It's that, it's that biological thing that's like... Okay, biological intuition? Yeah, when it's like, man, we're about to greet our baby. Our baby's going to be here. <clears throat> um, and for people that don't know, Marisol loves organization to the max. Yeah, she's right? kind of OCD. A little bit. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't guess that the way our office and studio and house has been looking yeah. probably for the past year. Um, and you want to know who's to blame of that, supposedly? Probably me. You, sir. She says that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but most of this shit is hers. Yeah, she see here's what happens too, man. Let's just say let's just say in the clothes department. 
you have a lot of like stage clothing then you have like costumes then you have wigs she loves decorating for every holiday so in our storage unit there's like uh my halloween bins are over there next to my autumn and my fall bins i'm like ain't that the same same thing yeah they're like no Mm. uh we have fourth of july bins we have uh, a saint patrick's day uh president's day columbus day uh memorial day veterans day all the days it's it's you know christmas halloween uh new year's there's just like bins and because she grew up pentecostal she wasn't allowed to uh Celebrate. Go all out for Halloween mm-hmm. and stuff. So now she's all in with Halloween. She's like, those are my costume bins. She's always building, making costumes. Um, there's always photo shoots. It's always a production, you know. And then with those photo shoots come outfits and props. And every birthday, every, oh, uh, put the mermaid stuff from Penny's uh, third year over there next to the Halloween and the autumn and the Memorial Day. And so with clothing... People are always like, hey, man, what size you wear? Man, go check your P.O. box. And then we make a lot of merch. So it's like, now I have some Thea shirts next to the Chingo Bling shirts with the Thea hats, with the Chingo Bling hats, with these sample hats that were made with next to these other hats someone gave me next to my Trump hat I bought at the rally. And so now you just got 85 hats again, even though you just narrowed it down to 20 the other day. So it's just, you know, you have to constantly just be like, okay. And then like junk mail. Dude, yesterday, it's just like, okay, why do we get so much mail? Full of it. I have no idea. Have you ever looked into why people get so much unsolicited mail? You ever ever curious? And we we get a lot of other people's mail. Really? I guess people used to live here or something. I don't know. Oh, dude. Theo Vaughn has that hilarious bit where, and this might offend a ton of people, but I thought it was hilarious. I think I might actually like screen recorded it and send it to you where it was him and Andrew Schultz. Uh And he was like, it was kind of like the podcast was just starting and you know, Theo just kind of jumps into something. He was like... Hey, man, I had this thought. Tell me if it's racist or not. Oh, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 he's like, I feel like the post office is just, they just hand a bunch of black people a bunch of packages and hoping they arrive at the right place. Yeah, he says, uh, is our mail system basically hand your mail to a black dude? <laughs> yeah, hand your mail to a black dude yeah. and hope, you know, just wait till it gets there. You know, it usually always gets there, but it's trippy how, how some, I guess, sectors of society or uh, industries, for example... At the post office. It's a well-known fact. It's like black folk work at the post office. Yes. For whatever reason, maybe there's some big supervisors. Maybe they have like how they hire. Maybe white people don't apply. Bro, can you write down on your notes for later's uh, episode the, uh, the U.S. Postal Union? Did you see that a tweet from the union? Yeah, they said they're, uh, they're against, against the mandate. mandatory. Yeah. Well, that's, that's huge to have the, you know, something like that come out. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we're definitely going to get into all of that. <clears throat> a lot of stuff going on. Uh, but yeah, it's the, yeah, Theo Vaughn's funny. And um, it's crazy because the U.S. Postal Service, I, for, I need to memorize some of these stats. <clears throat> but I think uh, it's the muchacho, what's his name? The economics dude, uh, Quoth the Raven. Mm-hmm. Chris Irons. Chris Irons was on our show. And, he, and I believe we talked about it then, where the U.S. Postal Service pretty much loses millions of dollars every year. It's, it's inefficient. And it's like a... What do you call that? It's a federal government... Yeah, body. You know? it's, a, it's not the private sector. It's right. not FedEx or UPS. No, exactly. So Trump used to always complain about it. Mm-hmm. Not all roads lead to Trump. I know this is mm-hmm. not political. But Trump used to um, complain about it because he'd be like, it's very inefficient. You know, um, I think the running bit should be that we keep saying it's non-political. But yeah, really, it's not political. But, but really, it's covert. Y'all are getting three <laughs> RPTs a week. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're not going to... 
touch on politics, but basically he, he was complaining how like it's inefficient and it, it says a lot about how when you're in the private sector, mm-hmm. when you're UPS, FedEx or whoever, and you're having to compete with the price, like, okay, we're going to mail this package. We're going to charge the customer this amount because the post office charges X amount. However, we need to make profit to pay the driver, cover all expenses, the fuel, the warehouse, Our the investors, the, and make some leftover for the shareholders. Right. So it says a lot about, I guess, maybe capitalism and just business as to how do you, how do you operate more efficiently and make more profit than, than the uh, United States Postal Service. Yeah, dude, last night, uh, Papa John himself was on Tim Pool's podcast. Oh, word? Have you ever heard his story? Nuh-uh. Holy shit, dude. What was he sell? Tamales? No, Papa John. Yeah, Papa for John. the pizzas, yeah, that's yeah. right. What is so what's his story? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, do you remember the scandal that broke out like two or three years ago? He was on the phone, said the N-word or something. Right. In the meeting, yeah. That's what everybody thinks, right? But oh, it was all they, a setup, dude. They hoaxed him? The enti- his own board... Framed hoaxed them. them, dude. They framed the them. Sto- okay. You know, obviously this is all alleged, but it's still going on. There's still litigation. It's deep. I mean, from the commissioner of the NFL to like big companies that were partners of Papa John's Pizza. They all wanted they all to frame him, him as a racist, dude. And how'd they get him to say the N word? It was a it was a sensitivity training actually. Okay. And they actually he didn't say it. He was referencing. Um, apparently, Colonel Sanders was a very like. He, he used that word vehemently and adamantly all Whoa. the time. He just threw that shit okay. around. Yeah. And he was referencing what not to do, basically. It was one of those things. One of those Netflix deals where that, uh, that executive was like, hey, this is the kind of stuff we're not going to say or whatever. And then that guy got fired, the executive from Netflix, for saying it. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, 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 yeah. Because, yeah, because basically you're not allowed to say a, a handful of words no matter what, even if you're saying, even if you're describing, even it. if you're quoting somebody, yep. reading something, or saying whatever you guys do, it's not nice to say X word. Yes. it's like, Aha. yeah, 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 dude. It's one of those things, and uh, I, I only knew just obviously the surface level of it, right? Because it kind of after the couple of weeks or months that that happened, it kind of just went away. But now, dude, he tells the whole story, uh, and then he gets into like him. And in, in the Papa John's organization, were, was he, were huge in four big universities as far as like providing curriculum for entrepreneurs and free mar- teaching free market and mm. tr- teaching all this kind of shit. They wanted to put the kibosh on that as well. Man, why were they going after him so bad? You got to listen to the podcast oh. because it, he, he his his a curriculum that he developed for entrepreneurship and and uh, you know free markets and all that kind of stuff. Capitalism was the four out of twelve hundred curriculums. I think was number four within one year of being taught in those four schools. Mm. Yeah, I wonder what the uh, why they had why he has such a target <clears throat> on his back because he's kind of like um, kind of the way Chick Fil A runs. Mm. His philosophy is exactly like he, his dream was to be as efficient and as driven as Chick Fil A was with their mission statement, with their customer service, with their ingredients, uh, with their values. And that was once it became a publicly uh, traded company, a lot of things changed. Uh, he actually didn't even see it coming from his board of trustees or from his board of, of what of directors. He, that's how uh, that's how open he was to having other people, you know, help him build this vision that he had. And he was very like, what you know, were those values? Uh, it was basically like what Chick Fil A's are without like Christian. Yeah, stuff? yeah, very, very, really, super Christian. Yeah, Papa John, you should have went harder with the Christianity, brother. So, so well, yeah, well, he. I mean, they touched on all that kind of stuff, man. It was really, really interesting. That, that is very. I'm gonna definitely go listen to that. Um, he just sounds like a nice guy. Like he sounded like a super genuine guy, and he was painted like a piece of s. Yeah, it, it's unfortunate, man. Because I don't want to get all like culture war and shit, but 
people get hoaxed and framed all the time. Yeah. There's there, right now it's like the information war. There's just a lot of um, what the border is open. Uh uh-uh. uh. Hey, those aren't Mexicans, and it's just like people are like, bro, we're trying to tell you. Y'all too busy calling me a sellout. But anyway, um, last night we were watching. There's a series on Netflix called um, The Movies That Made Us. Ooh. Have you seen that? No. <clears throat> so first they had The Toys That Made Us, which was like, this is how He-Man came about. Da-da-da. Oh, well, sorry, sounds interesting. It's like Mattel was going through a wrong, mm-hmm. rough time. So The Movies That Made Us, we saw the episode of Back to the Future, where it goes to the inception of like, you know, Bob Gale and Bob Zemeckis had the script idea, and they had like three flops, like three movies didn't do well, and... Uh, but Spielberg was their homie and this and that. And it just goes through like how Michael J. Fox wasn't even casted at first. Did you know that? No. It, they, they started filming the movie with this other cat. Whoa, 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 Rob. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cut, 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 cut. That is the end of the teaser. All right. If you want the whole enchilada, the full shebang, that's strictly for the patrons. We're hitting y'all with more premium content. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales and get full access to all of the shows all of the content and all the premium exclusives all right see you there patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales traffic jams tailgating pile-ups oh the joys of driving how could it get worse the federal government wants to have a say in what you drive that's right The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.